Okay, so we had notes for this episode, but we packed them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, we're sitting in an empty apartment in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, uh, in the closet, an empty closet in an empty apartment in an empty, well, with a full list of ideas of what to say in today's podcast. And it's another one, just Sarah and I, no interviews yet, as we are not yet in Asheville. But today, the theme that we had decided on was the idea of not starting with why, right? So don't start with why, um, flying in the face of Simon Sinek, and a very famous book called Start With Why, and a very powerful thesis called Start With Why, and we're saying do the opposite of that, or at least don't start with why. Uh, yeah, and I think that this sort of came about as a challenge um, we were thinking about a topic for our blog post and the idea that came up was start with why. And then Tony said, no, let's say don't start with why. And I was like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? Don't start with why. And so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Cool. Right on. So this is Tony. That's Sarah. This is the making it an Asheville podcast. And, you know, so we have the, the blog that we're building, which is a little bit about us, but will also, you know, clearly be the homepage for all of the interviews that we host. Uh, and as we tell the story of, of folks making it in Asheville, and we also want to think, and we'll probably write a lot about, you know, businesses, but not necessarily businesses, but the people perhaps more who are starting businesses, who are running you know, their projects or trying to just build a life that they find a lot of fulfillment in. And uh, I've been personally meditating a lot on the idea of uh, being, right? And so being is decidedly different from uh, doing, doing different from having. And in order of priorities, what I'm really trying to sit in is the idea that being is more powerful than doing. Uh, being kind of gives you context for what you could and should be doing, and then having is typically the result of someone who is being powerful and someone who then chooses what to do uh, because of that gets the outcomes, right? So this is very theoretical right now. Uh, Sarah, yeah, yeah, does it sound good. crazy? We should dive probably into more practical, more direct, literal. Yeah, I mean, let's back up for a second to, I guess, a couple of years ago when I had a blog project about Mm. Italy, and I was struggling with with whether or not I should keep the project going. I, I had just moved back to the United States, and I kept asking myself, why am I doing this? You know, what's the purpose or the meaning behind this project? And Tony, you were like, well, why are you getting caught up on the why instead mm-hmm. focus on other important questions? Yeah, that's awesome. So that and also gives me a little bit of focus because I felt myself floating <laughs> a second ago. Philosophical uh, Philosophical Tony float Tony. Uh, yeah, and so I think that's, that's powerful, right? So starting with why is a, is a sound, I think, marketing communication tactic, right? So the, the essence of the Simon Sinek uh, you know, TED Talk that went incredibly viral in the book is when communicating who you are, it's powerful to say, or as a business, you know, it's think different. We 
believe that there should be beauty in the products that we make and for that reason uh, the iPod is a work of art and you should use it as opposed to the Pentium Core 4 processor uh, which is very features focused and it doesn't say anything about who they are or what they believe. I think that's powerful for marketing communications but when like trying to decide who like what to do with your time and with yourself um, what, what I asked Sarah was like well, what do you, who do you see yourself as? Like, who do you want to be? What, what stuff gives you life? And, and it was, well, I, I like writing. I like food. Right. Yeah. And, and so how do you want to feel around writing and food? Maybe we take the, the project off for it's, a while. Yeah. yeah. And I think like the distinction is, to sometimes the why you feel like you have to come up with this big heartfelt mission versus the who is a lot easier to identify because it's just you're you're imagining yourself as you want yourself to be. And that's also a great point when saying who, right? So the be be first, right? And who, it's not who, well, I want to be Steve Jobs or who I want to be Madonna. Madonna. I want to be Giada, who makes Italian food and ha, you know has a powerful brand. It's who is well, it's Sarah. But how do you want to feel? Right? How do you want to? What what state of being do you want to be in? And so the answers are: I want to be creative. I want to be happy. I want to be curious. And when you when you think about being as like a state of mind and energy. That's what we keep falling back into as we think about this move, right? There's a lot of weird stuff going on in the move. Like the, I've learned so much about moving companies and like how uh, things are going differently than I had kind of mentally modeled for them. But we've been spending a lot of time in this being state. And so, you know, despite it, a lot of feelings coming up as, uh, you know, all the boxes were getting taken out of our apartment and we're sitting here in this empty room, I think that the, the thought is like, I want to be here. I want to be present with Sarah. I want to be like pleasant and happy. I want to, uh, make be people calm. be calm you said. all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, feeling feelings is okay. And then it's like, you know, how do you, how do I want to be? And I can circle back to that. And those are all positive things. And so, uh, despite having tons of boxes and one that was incredibly heavy and our moving company was a little, uh, you know, flabbergasted by it. Uh, I was able to make those guys laugh, and we had a, I think, a really good move out TBD on what moving in is going to look like in Asheville when we get those boxes. Uh, but the idea of of being is, I think, energy focused. It's uh, who, right? So the answer to who isn't someone else. It's who do you want to be and focus on the. Yeah, the, the characteristics. The characteristics, like the, the adjectives. Yeah. Right? So my question is yeah. for you, Tony, mm. how would you figure out that who? Like what, like would you journal about mm. it? Would you create a vision board about it? Would you talk to someone about it? Like what would be the process for going through that? I think it's a, I mean, that's probably going to be personal in a lot of ways. I think it, it depends on, um, uh, I don't want to say love languages, but like your personal learning style. Mm -hmm. But I think I tend to learn and think 
with audio. And so a conversation would probably unpack a lot for me and start to, you know, uh, kick up some ideas. I think for you, like you yeah, in no, a journal, right? I like, I get all choked up when I get put on the spot on like big questions like that. I need time to think about it. And yeah, I would say I would probably end up writing about it in a journal or I would create a vision board if mm-hmm. I wanted to spend an afternoon cutting out pictures from magazines, which I have done before. And I found right. super, super helpful because you don't even have to use words. You just look at pictures and you say, yes, that's something that I want. Um, but yeah, I'm much more of a visual learner than an audio. Yeah. And so I think the answer is yes, mm-hmm. right? For everyone would probably benefit from all of those styles. I think the the key for me is that it's, I guess it's important just to realize and, and be aware of uh, like the idea of who do you want to be, start with what, like what do you want to feel like, what do you want uh, to focus on, and and with that, it's now it's in your control, right? So when you when when I focus, like, the things that I'm thinking about, right, the stuff that I've spent time on is uh, curious, uh, enthusiastic. It's uh, like someone who serves, right? So is generous, realizes that there's a lot to give, and when you give more than fifty percent, fifty one percent, there's always still stuff left over, right? So if I'm being a person who knows that, believes that in his core, has that as part of your operating kind of thesis or or operating system as a person, right? Then the question is, what kind of things do you do, right? If if, if I believe that and I walk around, uh, you know, frowning or walking into places and finding all the things that are wrong with it, which I do sometimes, right? Like, oh, operationally, this is a little fucked up. Uh, like, why would you have the line here? It should be going there. So things like that, right? But <laughs> I, I, I do do that sometimes. <laughs> but uh, when you think about who you want to be and you're being those things and you're walking around uh, or, or just present as that, then the questions of what to do, I think, become a lot easier to answer. Right, so if you're if you're focused on being powerful and uh, bold, right, you can ask questions like, "Well, what should I do?" And I think you'll tend towards bigger, bolder, more powerful actions. Yeah, right. So I, when, I think something you could uh, do along with the and I was like getting really tactical about this, but it's like making a chart of, you know, this is what I want to be, and then after that you can list the things that you want to do as a result of that. So you can imagine for yourself already what uh, those things might be based on the characteristics that you identified in the first step. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and so the, the bigger, so to zoom back out, right? So it's be, do, have, right? And I think a lot of people, uh, especially I think about things with like childhood sports a lot and, you know, a young uh, football player, right? Or maybe not football because there's not... Well, so a young lacrosse player, right? So mm-hmm. I played lacrosse. Mm-hmm. A young lacrosse player typically will operate from a have, do, be worldview. Meaning I have to get, I need to have, I need to own uh, the best lacrosse stick. The best stuff will make me able to do things better, shoot better, 
uh, juke better, whatever it is, right? With a better stick, I'll be able having, I'll be able to do things better. And then when I do things better, I'll be a good lacrosse player. And where we're operating from and what we believe in and swear by and will sing from the rooftops is that if you invert that and think, I am the type of person being, I am the type of person, type of athlete who prepares, I'm the type of athlete who does more work uh, and more efficient work than everyone. I come f- like focused. I am thoughtful. I'm w- whatever it is, right? Whatever is right for you. If you think fr- and operate from a statement of I am, then you start to say, well, what do I do? If I am this good at lacrosse, if I am this dedicated to my craft, how do I show up? What things do I do? And then well, you, you get to practice. You're the first one there. Yeah. You're the last one out of practice. Yeah. Right? You shoot more uh with better mechanics you get to right the right Mm -hmm. spots on the field Mm -hmm. you start doing the things that Mm -hmm. someone who is what you say you are would do right and then you know have well you have maybe the respect of your teammates you have the fear of opponents you have uh the ability well other people might say that well this is he's a great player Mm -hmm. and it what we're saying for and a business thesis is that if we do that, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, so business thesis, you just brought up a really good question of how would you apply this to a business setting? I and mean, we're talking really personal right now mm-hmm. about who do you want to be as an individual, but how does this work for companies or small business owners? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, without trying to sound simple, I think it's just the same way, right? So you would, um, you know, our, (laughs) we we coined something just, you know, writing the other day called the 13 hour offsite, right? But you would take time and you would get clear sometimes like, so culture sometimes isn't explicit and that's absolutely fine, right? There are some Mm -hmm. places that are just magic and it's Mm -hmm. magic because of the energy of the founder or owner uh, and the type of people that they allow to also kind of carry their business, just get it by you know, proxy or somehow, like the mm-hmm. people of the same cloth, and it kind of works. I don't think that's the best strategy because it doesn't probably always work and it's not necessarily repeatable. But I, to, so to how do you use, be, do, have in a business setting, it's the same. It would, it would be take time, you'd make time to get really clear on how do we want to be as a business? How do we want our customers to feel when they interact with us? Uh, how do we want to prioritize profit over, uh, I guess, performance and like how, how important um, those things are, whatever, whatever is important, whatever you identify as priorities, um, I would focus less on what to do more on how we want people to feel, how we want to feel as owners, mm-hmm. or how we want our employees to feel, mm-hmm. um, and spend a lot of time in, in the B states. And we want to be the best at X. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, in that sense, it really does come down, I think, to the people that you hire because of that, or, or the, it comes down to individuals and how they want to be, because I, I feel like that trickles out or down or however. Um, 
into the rest of the company and the culture that's built there. Do you yeah, agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, I think great businesses are able to say, here's who we are to, to a new employee, right? To someone who is applying for a role, uh, someone who is, um, I don't know, sh- like shadowing at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They, it should be explicit who mm-hmm. we are, mm-hmm. how we be, what, like what we show up like in this place. It doesn't necessarily mean uniform, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, energy. And it doesn't mean that the customer is always right, always do uh, exactly what a customer asks. It doesn't need to be it necessarily either. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a owner's responsibility to get clear on who they are as a business and who the right role players are in this Mm -hmm. business and then be okay with realizing that someone that they've hired is not the right who and is not being in line with the vision and you know wishing them well and and letting them go like you can Mm -hmm. absolutely work with them to Mm -hmm. change uh to grow but at some point like if if they're not the fit, they're not the fit. Right. And that will really, I think, affect the the doings and the havings of your business as well. Right. Yeah. So then, does the why ever come back in? Yeah. And I think it's a marketing message thing. Right. And, I, and, and, and there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with being really clear on a why. Mm-hmm. I think it's powerful. I also think it's crippling. Yeah. Right. So I think if you start with why... You're going to get a lot of like uh, kind of beauty pageant answers. Why do you want to start a business? Well, I want to save the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want <laughs> world really? peace. Like why? <laughs> well, I want world peace. Mm-hmm. And it, it's somehow like as though someone's auditing your why. Mm-hmm. And no, almost no one is. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, it has the ability to make people stop rather than start. So starting with why is a really fun thought experiment. Uh, I think it's more powerful and more uh, effective to start with who, start with what, than to start with why. I think starting with why is great for marketing, right? Great for saying uh, these, this is why we're in business, to create this kind of an outcome. But if you're not in business yet, starting with why could be, could keep you from being in business longer. Yeah, yeah. Like so. why? Why? Like why are we starting this? Is there some sort of grand uh, serving of the universe that we're working towards? No, I mean, I, I, if we were to really answer that question, I feel like you said we would either put out some answer of, well, we want to help people, which is true in part but it's it's also partly selfish i mean like you know we want to do this because we enjoy doing it (laughs) we get personal satisfaction out of interviewing people uh about their passion it's it's not just for the people so yeah i I, absolutely i think that my why is a very selfish why Mm -hmm. i am so curious but i'm so like to to learn about other people's businesses i'm so curious to uh, un- I want to I want to learn how to do some of the things that people do, 
right? Yeah. And so when I think if you get, of... If there are any, uh, like, woodworkers <laughs> in Asheville, <laughs> please contact Tony Ubertacio ASAP. Woodworkers, He's uh, dying. Butchers as well. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah. yeah. Any uh, pasta makers? That's Sarah. Please contact me. <laughs> Pastry. But, but I think what we... So we got... We weren't necessarily doing why questions, but we got really clear a while ago on who we want to be, right? Like, what, what do we want life to look like? What do we want days to kind of feel like? And what we got clear on was, well, that sounds a lot like being self-employed. That sounds a lot like being able to choose who we're spending time with, what projects we're working on, mm-hmm. how we work on them, where we work on them. And so that the thoughts of who we're being became pretty clear, right? We were prioritizing, yeah. like, quality of life. We were prioritizing, like just out outright enthusiasm mm-hmm. for the work that we're doing mm-hmm. and and I, I you know starting with B was way powerful for us that's why we're going to Asheville yeah it's because we spent yeah. a weekend thinking about who we wanted to be definitely so sorry Mr. Cynic don't start with the why well maybe start with the why but if that's not working for you start with the who start with the who start with b uh and that is i think it's an episode yeah so i i mean podcasts aren't great for asking questions but if you had questions you could always go to our website making it in ashville.com we're open to any questions there's a million ways to ask them you can find us on instagram dm us whatever is your preferred means of communication we'll respond definitely and i imagine after doing this we will end up writing down some really useful reflection questions for figuring out your b um and going through that process of b to have because I'm very tactical, like I said, and I always want, you know, like that resource of what should I do next. Yeah. So, And so yeah. with that, uh, it doesn't exist yet, but by the time this is published and you hear it in your earbuds, uh, there'll be something to download on the website or review. And so you should also go for that. Well, right on. That was episode two of Making It in Asheville. We still don't have a cool tagline to end with, so this episode's going to end with... Start with B. Not the Y. Not Y. Because it's a a letter. Start with B, not Y. Y is a letter. So is B. I know. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. High five. Episode two, that's a wrap.